めぐる光光光り輝く岡田岡田岡田の後ろにゲドゲドゲドゲドがいるぞ岡田入場いつの間にか岡田の背後にゲドいる And hello everyone Welcome to the first episode of High Fly Flow. If you're wondering where is Anoda, so this is kind of a spin-off, a New Japan special that me Storm I got to lead that, and I have a, a special co-host from the west side of me, all coming all the way from Portugal. <laughs> so introduce yourself, stranger, please. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Stylops. I basically am Storm's best friend, I would say that. And so he basically invited me to start a podcast with him. Yeah. And hey, there I am. <laughs> so we had this uh, idea way back in uh, fall of 2020 as a uh, small yeah. joke. <laughs> Almost two years ago, we talked about that. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> we were thinking about doing a podcast and. Um, you know, New Japan kind of went to shit in 2021, and we dropped it. Yeah, uh, so we basically dropped it, and everything went down. Yeah, and then See. by pure accident, I got into podcasting and strong stylish, and now when we got interest back into New Japan, um, we are now doing a New Japan podcast. So that's that's something that we kind of wanted to do for ages, and I'm glad that we can do that. So we have. Uh, G1 Climax 32 behind us to talk about. Which is a great way to start it, of course. Yeah. Like, like we, we've been waiting the for the right moment. Like basically the tournament that got me stuck into New Japan. So like it's such a great way to start it. Yeah. So this was a very uh special tournament, I would say, because uh just of the feeling around new japan and aura from finally being able to get uh participants from outside of japan and i we thought it was a good time so we can start talking about it so special thing about this uh, g1 climax is that instead of usual two blocks with uh, 10 competitors you had actually four blocks with seven in every competitor so that meant uh, you know, instead of having 20 people in G1, you had 28. And that was yeah. the, the first time that we got the four-block system since G1 2000. There were less competitors, but yeah, it's been uh, quite a different experience, I would say, compared to the normal G1 Climax. Yeah, that was... Com I, like, when I saw that there was four blocks, I honestly didn't know what to expect, but like... And my hope for New Japan wasn't that great at the time, but I started watching it. Like the, I started giving it a shot, and I was like, "Damn, it's starting to get better, and actually starting to feel a lot more like old Japan, old New Japan." Even though there was that change, and like you could actually get a distribution of of the four blocks in each night, which was great in my opinion. You could have a lot of variety in matches. Yeah, overall. I really, really enjoyed all night of the G1. Uh, kind of the same. I mean, I wasn't that uh, confused by it. I mean, 
I was when it came to New Japan, but I watched N one last year, which also did four blocks. Um, I uh, am, yeah. but like I didn't keep up with New Japan last year. I was like, no, 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 no. With, with Noah, Noah did <laughs> one, not New Japan. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, but I, uh, I, I never watched Noah like yeah. you did. So. Um, I was like used to four blocks. I knew what to expect. And before this event got announced, I remember them announcing nights of G1 before competitors. And I remember hearing G1 has 20, uh, 20 nights. I was like confused. How, how can G1 have 20 nights if you have two blocks? Yeah. Like it cannot, it cannot uh, end on an even number because, you know, it usually had 19 nights, not 20. Because you know you exactly have, you have 18 block days and a final. So I was very confused. How does it end with 20? And I remember I was spending days thinking about how do you you know figure out what are they gonna do? And then I saw four blocks, I was like, oh okay, so they're doing that. And why they hit 20 is they had a special day for a uh semi-final and then a final, which is be- which is better than Noah, in my opinion, because Noah would immediately have semi-finals then finals in the same day so this gave competitors more time you know to prepare and just to make semi-finals you know bigger and then finals having a bigger thing because when like i I loved that one last year it was fantastic the final was in my top five matches of the year so having a semi-final and then you have a final like maybe two hours later or one hour later is interesting but at the same time you don't mentally prepare for it you know enough to get super hyped for it you don't you know you don't feel that and that's that's what i felt like new japan did better here because yeah you know with n1 i just couldn't get hyped like i was hyped because i loved Kano versus nakajima and i want to see that badge but here when we got to the semifinals, and then you figured out what the final is tomorrow, you had time to think about and get you know get ready to to watch it, and it just felt uh, more interesting, and I really enjoyed that. Another thing was great. Um, well, kinda, it's a double-edged sword. For other thing was great for wrestlers because of this format, they wouldn't wrestle. You know, a block is tag match one day, second day you wrestle, then you have a block. It's like they had more spaced out schedule because you would have one guy wrestling in a B block on Tuesday and then he would have a next match on Saturday. So to follow it as someone who was, you know, used to two block G1 and schedule was kind of difficult, kind of confusing to follow. Yeah. I'm going to lie. But it's, it was better for wrestlers because, you know, less chance of an injury, less was getting banged up so I, I don't know at first it was weird and this g1 didn't feel as much of a tournament you know you didn't really follow standings uh when it comes to the schedule it just didn't feel as good which is not a big criticism in my book like i, I don't know how it was or you but i was i wasn't really checking standings that much because i would i wouldn't think about Every day when I saw a card, I wouldn't think about which block it is, which competitor there is, who it affects, because it was just so spaced out. So it just felt every day like a good day with singles matches. So just it, it, that tournament feeling wasn't as much there, you know, which is, I think, 
it's just something that you need to get used to and that is not something to take as a criticism but yeah. one thing that was much better you know outside of a schedule is you have seven people and because of that you have six matches which is less than nine and this difference between points is very much smaller so in, like in in previous ones in the last yeah. five days you would know who is who is not who is out of it who can win here yeah. like in d block you had seven people possible to have like a seven-way tie you still had like four people alive yeah. i think and like in every block you had at, at least two to three people alive until the last week and it was just way more interesting like uh i remember b block being interesting because you could have goto um or you, you could have goto zach and naito and a few days before that i think tanahashi too actually um all, all tied yeah. to six and eight only naito and zach got eight points yeah that's what i'm saying if, if goto had won his match naito would be out yeah yeah so it's like it's 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 interesting because uh because of this because of much smaller difference between points you know before you would have like someone is on four and someone is on 12. Here you had people mostly at eight and four, and that's not a big difference because you had a lot of people on six and some of on eight. So I felt like this block, like uh, split into four, is much much better than than what what was before. Like at least to me, because I felt like first of all you don't get as many rematches. You know, you don't get a a lot of these. Uh, you don't get a lot of these rematches. So you know you you actually have every year like juice versus naito or stuff like that so less rematches more competitiveness in a block and better schedule for wrestlers so you know in my opinion this format has been a home run for new japan i hope they keep it because it it really was interesting to follow and i think it's better you know it allows more people to wrestle saving bigger matches without having to run them every year and yeah, that, that that's that's my opinion. How do you do it? I really think that in this tournament they really reinvented themselves with this format. Like I said at first, I thought the four blocks was weird, but it allowed us to to see so many great things. Like just like you mentioned, with I think the C block with Naito and Goto and Tanahashi, you just saw like it, there wasn't like you got to the final stages of the G one. And you already know who would be out of the tournament and who was probably going to be in the finals or in the semifinals. And here, you could never be sure because you had Naito, you had Zack, you had Tanahashi, who got actually quite a comeback from what I saw because he actually was not doing so well in the beginning. But yeah, like Naito, Goto... Even Kenta with six points, it was super well uh, distributed, you know? Like, you you didn't see that much of a difference or a dominance of a certain guy in the block, at least here. Yeah. Like, I, for example, in the B block, you had, like, uh, Tomatonga, like, who was, in my opinion, really surprising how many wins he got. Especially when he got as many points as an IWGP heavyweight champion. J. White, you know, it's just 
but here you could see that there were people like Jay Solan who would be out of the tournament. Like, yeah, yeah. That was, that, that, that was super obvious. That the, was super obvious, yeah. The, the, the mid card and the undercard wasn't as much of a filler, but they made an effect because they actually felt like they were... You know, you, you know they wouldn't win, you know, of course they weren't going to win, but you knew, like, they felt like they were fighting to get points to win this tournament instead of just, you know, having Tai Chi every year, I don't know, or Ishii trying to grab as many points, but they are not even close to actually winning the, the, the yeah. block. And, um, like, in D block, you had Yujiro leading the entire thing for, like, most of the tournament. Which you wouldn't yeah. have that in a double format, you feel me? It's like, um, it's just that format allowed for more entertainment. With scheduling, yeah. it kind of hurt it, but when you look at everything that it brings, I feel like it's 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 just a big big win, and I really really hope they they continue with that. And uh, I don't know, it just I just felt like G one hasn't been as interesting, and in who is going to get to the finals since uh 2018 i would say that was yeah, 20, that, that was the last time we 20, had like crazy run for the getting to the 2018 finals. was 2018 was the craziest g1 in my opinion yeah so like this this one was also very very interesting in that aspect and uh we actually cared in in the in the last uh, night of blocks because you know it was it was way more like I said, intense and just felt that. And now when we talk about competitors, because of this format, we had a bunch of changes. So yes. we had a lot of first-time participants. Uh, we had El Phantasma, who seems to be a heavyweight now. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. What, what is... And I mean, he's doing really well. Yeah. Like, like surprisingly of course he still kind of wrestles like a junior but of course he's really hanging with the guys yeah he didn't yeah. feel out of place or like a... he doesn't he he doesn't feel like, like out of place no it was which, actually which, great which was kind of a thing when osprey got into the heavyweight division actually in my opinion uh, to be fair osprey is way flashier way more junior like than elp yeah. so Osprey just, yeah, felt first year he felt a bit odd, but yeah, ELP just felt like he was at home, and I really enjoyed his performance. I, there are actually um, two matches, I think, that I put in my one. I, I'm not sure, but I, I like really like his matches, and he had some yes. interesting storylines in this G1, and he just felt at home, and he also was doing commentary, uh, which was amazing. And yes. um, he was really great. But after the last night, he said to El Desperado, uh, see you never. So I guess that yeah. means he's not coming back to juniors, which is yeah. a good thing because, you know, Bullet yeah. Club got Ace Austin and Chris Bay. So junior division in Bullet Club is going to be a bit, you know, clouded. So it's, it's, it's a good thing. And I hope to see more of him in... Uh, in the heavyweight division. Then we had uh, uh, Aaron Henare. He was an interesting uh, addition because I wasn't sure that he was going to be in G1. 
but they decided Same to again. pull the plug and he did a good job. He had good matches. He started with an upset versus Anahashi. Um, it was very enjoyable run. He could have gotten more points, but that's what he's gonna get with time. And I think he really changed for the better with the heel turn and joining United Empire because I remember watching him. Remember when he was in G One Twenty Eight? Yes. Uh, with his with his gimmick and uh, every tag match, I was like, so I felt oh. so bad for him because it was it was very. Like full, yeah, of, like a full of energy, but crowd didn't care. So yeah, because like I feel like his gimmick was too generic. Yeah, it was it was too too like, um, yeah, it was like oh he he's from New Zealand, you know, so he does the their dance and then the you know, that stuff and yeah, it's just, yeah. it just it wasn't any dance. chance, you know, to get over. And now he's more interesting, and it really did way more. In G1, yeah, United Empire really did good things for him, and it, he was really enjoyable. Um, then we come to some New Japan uh, strong boys. We have Tom Lavler. He was really interesting, really over with the crowd. Really, um, cr crowd really loved him dancing, and uh, it wasn't like he, he didn't have the greatest showcase when he come to actual yeah. wrestling because I, I don't think he was given that much you know he was mostly in a block with big guys Cobb Archer and Jonah and he just wasn't given space to actually you know do more because he was mostly just putting other people over and but from what he was given and his passionate backstage promos I think he he was really over with the crowd and they really liked his entrance and when he takes off his pants and his funny match with Tiano with the wig and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did great stuff and uh, he seemed really, really, really passionate. Like He was crying in his promos and speaking about his struggles and how much he loves wrestling. So he was really touching and um, as someone who has only seen one match of him on Strong when he won the title, uh, I yeah. really like him. I I hope he comes back, and it was a really good showcase. So did you did you have any moment of him that you really enjoyed or remember or anything? To be honest, I watched very few of them like before G one and mm -hmm. this G one. Like I could actually appreciate him more. I could. I especially really like this match with Okada. Like, oh, yeah. and I can really see that his style is very unique. So, for example, I hope that in the future, or maybe even next year in the G1, he gets put with guys like Zack Sabre Jr., which, in my opinion, would really fit with him in a match, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, and I really think that New Japan should give him more opportunities in the future in Japan, not in America, I mean. Yeah. And yeah, but like he's a guy I need to check him out more to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel I feel the same definitely. way. He, he's yeah. just so passionate. He's he just pulls you pulls you in to be interested and invested in his character. And now we have Jonah, who New Japan oh, was yeah. really, you know, really, really behind. He was booked like a monster, built like a yeah. monster. Um crowd loves him. You you would 
expect, you know, when you have a big guy in wrestling today that people don't care. You know, he was in NXT and it wasn't yeah. really over. He just felt like a third wheel in a story between uh, Leon Ruff and Johnny Gargano. So it felt bad for the guy, you know, when I watched him there. And yeah. so here, he, I didn't watch him on Strong. I, I really didn't pay attention to him because I've seen NXT and I was like, that guy isn't doing much. I don't think he's going to do much in Japan. So when I saw him booked for G1, I was like surprised. But I wanted to, to see what Me he too. was all about. But whatever he does, crowd casps. Crowd goes crazy. Yeah. It's like, I, I remember on the, I, I think it was semis or finals. He's in a tag match with Tom. And they're uh, doing yeah. a, a figure four. And he just jumps on a guy to stop the submission and crowd just gasps. Yeah. <laughs> crowd just goes yeah. silent. It, it was like he was really pushed by New Japan. And I think it's really good with that. Uh, his match with Okada was probably the best finish in the entire tournament. Yeah, that was absolutely insane. Like, oh, e- like it, every match, like it's probably not the best match in the tournament, but that finish was absolutely nuts yeah and the like, thing is it was nothing like too special in terms of athleticism but yeah. just the way it was done everything the timing the, and the Osaka crowd was amazing like Osaka crowd is, is my favorite and they're always amazing and they ate that up like Okada goes uh, top rope and and I've never seen more wishes powerbomb like dropkick counter that was ouch like if, if, if you thought like but this danger in John Cena one looked awful. This one is on another yeah. level. He just dropped him yeah. and then picks him up. Goes around around and as he's going for a top rope every single time he goes to that splash. Crowd is like gasping. Scared. Yeah. They, they get. They are. They like get scared for Okan for yeah. everyone. It, and it they got wishes. scared for Okan. Whenever he yeah. dives, it looks and that finish was amazing. And and he really put himself yeah. over and. He looked fantastic. He really looked confident. Unlike, like, let's say Jeff Cobb in 2019 when he debuted, he wasn't yeah. that confident. He didn't have that built history and with chemistry with wrestlers, and he wasn't as much into his role. Jonah just took that all of it. He didn't look out of place. He didn't look scared at any moment. He didn't look lost. He was completely in control. And what crowd was reacting to he just played with them so well and uh i really really was impressed by him and i'm pretty sure he's coming back you know because he pinned okada <laughs> he has to yeah. come back but he uh, has to come back yeah so yeah he it was, was super impressive he was the only he was the only person who pinned okada in the tournament that's a big deal on, on your yeah, debut that's, they, they that's a that. huge deal yeah so he's coming back for sure and like you said like he just got the perfect uh finisher for a match formula like that's literally it yeah and, and he doesn't do big stuff like he, he makes really simple stuff like a it doesn't idea. need to i don't know how that's called when he just runs at people and jumps up like a body block or whatever isn't that like a test press? I don't know. Yeah, without it, he just jumps up and they bounce yeah. into his chest and they fall. But it looks wishes, looks deadly. Crowd goes crazy. Or now he goes around apron and does a shoulder tackle. Crowd's like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's it's just amazing. I really, really enjoyed his run. Uh, he's gonna be a monster. New Japan really know what they're gonna do with him. 
And then we go with uh, David Finlay. Uh, would expect him to be in a G1 sooner than this, but um, this is yeah, his first I one. It. I expected him to be way sooner, to be honest. Yeah, but uh, better late than ever. He did yeah. really good. He had a yeah, as expected. Yeah, he had the role there to be um, an underdog of the block, um, mostly because Juice was in it, and he usually has that underdog role. You, you know, he's usually versus White, and now versus Juice because poor guy always gets turned on. But that's uh, life. Um, he was it's really life. good. Uh, he was leading the block at some point, and uh, he was really, um, uh, you know, full of upsets. He was also on commentary during one show. Really good job, too. He did, he did good. He did good. He has a really good uh, finishing stretch. I just, every time he had a finish ah. in one match, like, I don't know, versus Juice or versus Shingo, uh, it was just, or even versus Osprey, you just, were completely invested into that, you know. Uh, I love the Metro Sashingo. Yeah, it was. It's just amazing. I'm. I'm really happy that he got a uh, place to shine because I've seen a lot of people saying negative things about him, or and you know, being like, "What is he doing? He's not that good." And in this new one, I think he proved his quality and why he's there. And I feel like you know, he actually is way yes. better than people say that he is and uh he really was really fun to watch he had so much to the company because his style is so different from what you usually see with guys like okada or tanahashi or naito like he's just a brawler you know and that's just so much fun we in a company that you usually don't see that much yeah like maybe you see it he's a pure baby face He's like a pure baby face wrestling, you know. You don't you don't actually exactly. see that at all in Japan. Because when you yeah. have like a pure underdog fighting like a baby face, you just don't have that. And and I, I love his uh, one uh one move name. It just I heard it for the first time and I thought it was funny. Trash Panda. Yeah, yeah Trash Panda is actually... <laughs> so awesome. <I> was like, <laughs> did they just say Trash Panda? That was awesome. I love them that name. It's it was really great. And then we have uh, returnees. So we have Bad Luck Foley. I have nothing to say there. It's Foley. And, uh, 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 you know. Yeah, I have nothing. Uh, and then we have uh, USA Lads returning. Uh, Will Ospreay, of course, you know, coming right from injury. And uh, of course, he's back in G1. Nothing to say there. Juice Robinson, again, he was in US. Nothing to say there yeah. much. They're yeah. just fantastic guys. Yeah. IWGP World Heavy Champion Jay White. Uh, I I don't really have nothing to say about him either. You know, it's Jay White. And the biggest, exactly. the biggest uh, surprise and reaction uh, the Japanese crowd when he got announced was the <laughs> yeah. visibly the happiest Lance Archer. I I was in shock too. When... So I was happy. I was super happy. I was super happy too. Uh, you know, I was the one who made the first ever music video about him for his G1 29th run. I watch all of it. Lance, if you're yeah, listening guys, to this, guys, contact sure. me. I'll make you a new one for this run. <laughs> <laughs> I was like super happy. You know, I love that guy so much. And I wanted him back in New Japan. In, back in this part G1, he did amazing. It was so good. 
we in his role. Like he had such great matches, like versus Osprey, versus Ibushi. Like guy Okada. really, you know? really remarkable. And it was you and he was no different. Oh no, like, uh, you know, tiny bit slower. You know, he got older. That's completely fine. But, that's completely. But yeah, what's fine. great about him is he has short matches. It's mostly under ten minutes. It's it has amazing spots. It's 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 super fast. It's or it's or it's like some crazy thing. It's just, or when, whenever he hits a young line, it's, it's like I, ha I have this fuzzy feeling in my heart. You know, it just makes me smile. Um, like love Archer. I'm super happy he's back. I want to see more of him in New Japan. Like he's always amazing in New I Japan. I I hope he appears more in New Japan as well. I, I hope we have him like if, if it's possible in a world tag league with him and Suzuki yeah. tagging would be amazing, honestly. Yeah, with Suzuki again, exactly. Yeah, with I, him and Suzuki, I, just two of them bullying everyone. Please. Yeah. I miss that. Just give me that again. It's just Yeah. Uh, I miss that too. Yeah, so it's super great. And now we are gonna talk about some uh, storylines that we had during this tour. The first one, which was you know, some of these I took out. Some were short, some were a bit longer. So, short storyline about uh, Peter leaving Yujiro with El Fantasma after their match. And, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. ELP saying on to Jay show about all things they've done, but they've reunited, so it's always good for the Tokyo Pimp. Exactly. <laughs> it was a little interesting, funny story. I found that interesting with, uh, especially with, with ELP. He's funny. And then also we had Jay's show. So the press conference with interviews, we had a special show with Jay. And um, he would uh, have guests and say interesting things. So <laughs> Jay making uh, interviews after shows, really interesting. Then we had... Uh, kind of a hot potato thing with the uh, United States Championship with uh, Will oh, Ospreay, yeah. Juice and Finley. So if you hadn't that, seen... That love, that love to you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, if, you, if, you, if you hadn't seen the, the product before, a uh, company has been messing with Will Ospreay with the results when he doesn't, when he doesn't tap out, he loses and then he won the US Championship uh, Dominion, but uh, Juice wasn't there because he couldn't compete because of an injury. So he wins, but there's no US title. So Juice shows up in G1 with US title, but he's not US champion. Well, Osprey is. Yeah. And then Finley defeats <laughs> the Finley defeats Juice, and then he takes the US title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has the title, and now Osprey's going crazy, give me the title. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Finley isn't showing up with the title. So it was interesting, like, Osprey got the title in the end, so that was a funny story because, you know, you, who is the US champion? We don't know, so I guess they're going to do some... We, we get at this point. Maybe a triple threat for the future? Um, possible, like... Um, didn't maybe very soon a finley pinned uh, a finley pinned uh, osprey so that that should uh yeah. that should mean that he gets a title shot yeah. and juice is probably gonna swoop in he, because I he don't know. beat both but like osprey beat juice so yeah juice i mean I if, like... if, they, if they plan to do this build omega omega osprey 
title match at Wrestle Kingdom. So I guess Finley takes the title. Yeah. And they're gonna do a Wrestle Kingdom angle with him and Juice. I'm pretty sure that's gonna they're gonna do that. You know, they they yeah. gotta they gotta do this. Finley's gonna take the title most likely. Yeah, we are I going guess. to see with that, but that was an interesting story. And then we had more um breakups between uh, our long uh, couples in New Japan. Uh Taichi teasing a breakup with Miho Abe after he lost his chance to to, uh, to uh go to the semifinals. Uh, but they been they seem like they're okay now, so we'll see. He's been saying some things, we'll see where that goes. The best storyline retire tournament, Kenta with his new book, book, which he never wanted to promote, tried so hard to not promote it, but somehow it always ended up promoting itself. The different cameramans, Fatty not being there. Him blaming losses on, on camera. I was like, you don't need to watch him one, just go watch yeah. Kenta's <laughs> post-match comment every every day. Yeah. It is the best thing. Even He's tag matches with his book. Buy his book too, you know? Like, yeah, it, everyone should buy his book. Yeah. Even us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, if there, if there is an English version, I really would love to yeah. have one. But, you know, I don't understand Japanese yet. So, yeah, exactly. Kenta, please make an English version. and. Uh, just help us, please. So we had a story with uh, Jonah and Jeff Cobb about who is the big man. And yeah, they were like a lot of the rings. They were trying to out... Uh, how, can, how can I say it? Outpower each other? Is that the word? Yeah. Who, uh, <laughs> who was the... Uh, who was the stronger the big guy? guy. Yeah. 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 I think that's going to continue. You know, that's, that's far from over. Uh... Really interesting because both of them are insane, you know, insane. Yeah, in their own way. Yeah, they are both just crazy. And both really, even though we see Jonah more confident than Calvin is beginning New Japan two, three years ago, we we saw that Cobb was super impressive. Oh, Cobb is super. Cobb is one of the main guys. Monster. Yeah, and he's a monster. He's a monster. Like Cobb is, in my opinion. Well, the best guy, the best wrestler in Japan had in 2021. So yeah, you know he's no longer in this position when you are like thinking, is 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 he good enough and stuff like that. So uh, I'm definitely excited for for um for what they're gonna do with both of them. And one thing I'm only kind of upset that Cobb took took a backseat in this G1 because last year he was dominant. This one he was yeah not doing much, which is understandable yeah. because you know they had archer and jonah who they had to put the yeah. spotlight on which is completely completely it was a, fine it was a block full of big guys yeah so uh, yeah i'm not even including bad luck Valley because like oh. he doesn't do we don't we don't count by that well we don't we don't count him exactly. he really should not be in g1 i understand someone is to take pins but no one yeah. wants to watch Valley matches i'm sorry like I was like, yeah. well, he's a cool dude, uh, really funny yeah. with his comments, interesting, he's... but his matches are not something I want to watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like all peace break matches. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when you have like much better people in, in the same block, you know. And now we have a Tom and Tom guy and Jay White storyline, which is going to continue. Jay kicked uh, G.O.D. out of the Bullet Club. 
Kamatonga is now a reformed man. Um, so now he's trying to get his payback. And we also had him and Taichi with his uh, previous demons. Taichi testing uh, yeah. Tama with, uh, if you remember last year, they were fighting over Iska's uh, Iron yeah. Fingers and they have evil powers. And Taichi wanted this to prove that Tama Tonga is not a changed man. Still the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. That he still has his demons. That his yeah. demons are still in him. He nearly caved in to the yeah to the Iron Gloves, but he did not. And um, I guess that's the end of Iron Gloves and Glove, not Gloves. And um, it's a nice way to pay off a really stupid storyline last year. I hated the storyline. <laughs> it was it was what really made me dislike New Japan. I hated everything about it. And yeah. now they I paid mean, it off. Now it's kind of fine. Yeah, but now they are they are getting it back together. They are getting yeah. their shit right. And about getting shit right, we have uh, Hiroki Goto's uh, personal mission to show to his son that uh, daddy is strong. Yeah, it was it was a really wholesome and story how he talked about his son and wanted to prove to him that dad is strong and dad can win, and it was really really lovely to to to, to see him fight. And that. I and I think he made his son proud. Of course, like, I mean if yeah, you, if you're okay, Goto, he got yeah he got such amazing performances. Of course, it's Goto, but you know, and if Goto it's was Goto. your father, wouldn't you be proud of him? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, of course. My, course my favorite line was though when he fought evil who eliminated from the tournament and then he and then he says if you're ever like him i'll disown you oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that's a good that's a good life tip. don't be like I'm, evil. I'm i'm glad i'm glad goro is not my dad <laughs> <laughs> seems very strict <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was amazing. Uh, the entire entire comment during this this uh, tournament, like when Kenta defeated Tanahashi, he's like, "Oh, I'm sure you wanted to see him uh, say that he loves you." Well, here is an ad for my book. Like, that, was, that was amazing. Ah, oh, that's what I love about this G1. It just felt like it had way more personality than the last year. Last year was just shallow. Yeah. There was nothing going on. It was just a bunch of shallow matches and nothing interesting. Like here, it's just funny things, turns, storylines. It's just lovely. It's, it's all New Japan, you know. It's, it's what even used to love. even twenty twenty G one was what it was. Right, like it was good. I liked it. It it but yeah, but this one was way. Way more special, yeah, because they figured out match length. They really want want to, uh, you know, get fans back. They even had a mission yep. to get uh, fifty thousand um, attendance of some of attendance of whole days. And they managed to get yep. forty eight thousand, so nearly forty eight and a half thousand. So I, I I guess it was very for the attendance. Yeah, okay. for the complete okay. attendance and final. Got six point seven thousand, which was amazing because in twenty eighteen they got six point one thousand. So they sold for this final better than for their previous finals in in, in Nippon Budokan. Yeah. So like this was the best sold final in Nippon Budokan they had. And, and with 
yeah. COVID era and everything. It's, it's, it's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, yeah so it's an amazing accomplishment. It, it, it paid off and it just, everyone can see that New Japan is good again. Even match length. If, if you compare it to last year, they have way shorter matches and everything is more proportioned than, you know, last year having yes. a 28 minutes Chase Owens versus Toriano matches. <laughs> Not yeah. something good, so... Uh, it wasn't the G1. We want. We still. want. We we will be will be invested in watching. Yeah, of course. That's, this is why we are doing a podcast, right? <laughs> but... and, and that's something I was also mentioning, which was especially the main events. There was always a huge problem, especially with G1s, which was not normal. Which was like, how were the main events feeling so long? Yeah, like, they felt dragged out, like. Final yeah, this year, yeah. this final this year was thirty three minutes. Uh, yeah. When when it said fifteen, I was like, I felt like it was five. When when I when I watched when I finished watching the match, it was thirty three minutes. It didn't feel like thirty three minutes. When I yeah. watched twenty twenty final with Ibushi and Sanada, I felt it like was... in twenty five minutes they didn't do a single move. Yeah, they didn't do anything basic. They did, but they didn't yeah. at the same time. Like so, something that you would be invested in. Yeah. So the, my problem in New Japan promo was like lately, especially in 2021, everything was longest for the sake of being longest. Like uh, the longest. That's a Super Junior final, and that, that was that's the issue. If you have a match that's by meat, you know, the meat of it is 15 minutes, but it goes 35. We have a problem. It's very like. I feel like 2021 New Japan was a lot of empty matches with amazing finishing stretches that saved them. So yeah. people would love the match because of last 10 minutes, but they would forget that it took 20 painful minutes to get there. Here it was yeah. proportioned. There wasn't any of that. Like final this year was great, filled with content. Um, and yeah, I really didn't, great, I didn't yeah. have a single match on this tournament that I thought was terrible. That was like waste no, of time. I... Everything was just good to very good to excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a lot of also excellent matches. So, like, how can I say that the 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 the, the bar of of quality was set way higher this year? Like the consistency in that. It's just everything was so much better, and and that also comes with you know, the storylines, the personal stories, and interesting things, you know, and. That, that's why it's great. And when we talk about storylines, the last one includes your boy Shingo. So, yeah, Elfantasma well, is his daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, now he, now, he, now he owns Shingo, basically, just because he beat him? Yes. He's Shingo's daddy because he's ruined his G1. Damn. Yeah, he basically ruined Shingo's G1. That, um, that, that's, that's amazing. Well, let's see more of them because, you know, uh, Actually, wasn't that mad that Shingo didn't make it to the semifinals because, you know, we will talk about it later, but like the that my dream match for quite some time happened. I think it was not only mine, but it was a lot of people's dream match. So Which it's one? a good thing. Uh, Naito versus Osprey. Ah, yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, now we are going to have more of uh, Shingo. And uh, and Phantasmo uh, and Phantasmo because you of uh, KOPW now Phantasmo is gonna yeah challenge for it so it's gonna be interesting we are gonna see some interesting stuff and now when we talk about competitors I want to know 
who are the people like that changed your opinion? Who do you, who do you like more after this G one? And is there someone who disappointed you who you like less? No, after this? Number number one like change for me, Yoshihashi. Oh, Yoshihashi. Ah, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yoshihashi. Now I like a bit more Osprey too. Like mm -hmm. not that I always like Osprey, but like I was like feeling especially. After that, um, the New Japan Cup, yeah. like from twenty twenty one, no, from twenty twenty, exactly. Like, wait, twenty twenty one, when he was facing Shingo, and he had that terribly long fifty minutes match. Mm -hmm. You remember? Yeah. Like, I was like, my image for Osprey was getting so ruined because mm -hmm. shit. Like, I don't feel like they should go for so long and have those terribly long matches with nothing really happening besides spots and nothing really with emphasis, you know? Yeah. And here, like, I feel like Osprey, at least, is now wrestling more like a heavyweight. I especially feel like, especially in the finals, he wasn't trying to be, like, the most... Of course, he still does his stunts, he does his... Uh, aerial movements, but he does not overdo them. Yeah, yeah, he's getting to a point where he's starting to be smarter about them, so the crowd doesn't start losing its um, interest. Yeah, for the wrestler, and he's now focusing more on selling, especially with Naito match. I saw a lot of that. So yeah, I feel like Osprey here was really good. Definitely. In the in the like he was always a fantastic athlete and here he really tried, you know? Yeah. He really, really tried. Um Other, anyone else? I mean, not really, to be honest. Okay, okay, okay. Tamatonga. Mm -hmm. Tamatonga. Especially then now I started watching New Japan again. Tamatonga especially as a face, at first I was like, oh, he's a face. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. And then I weird. was it feels so weird, and then he and then he looks like a Dragon Ball Z character with that uh, attire. Yeah, you know, he it, looks like Iron Man to me. <laughs> it, it, yeah, also, also, it looks like Iron Man, but like here. Yeah, but then I was watching his matches, and I mean, he really improved. Yeah, I always definitely. found him. He always had talent. I always saw talent in him, especially the way he talks. But in wrestling, I will always felt like he was lacking it. And like at the moment, I feel like he's really trying hard and he's improving a lot. Mm -hmm. And he had two awesome matches with both Jay White and Okada, which of course, both are the best wrestlers in the world. You know, like it's unfair to even say, oh, he had two awesome matches with Okada and Jay White when Jay White and Okada both had all-time classics. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, like he really stood out to me. Like, yeah, uh, great Okan for me was good too. You know, mm -hmm. I really liked some of his matches, especially with Jay White and Ishii too. You know, yeah. And for example, but yeah, like for example, the Seed Lock with Naito, all of them were always great, especially Naito, Tanahashi. Like, there's, like, I'm not surprised because both are absolutely outstanding wrestlers and always will be. Yeah, of course, you know, they are, they are amazing. Yeah. 
They are oh, and also evil, evil. Uh, yeah. I was waiting for evil. that. Evil, evil. Yes, yes. If I now love evil, same. Especially because now he he is doing his shenanigans, but he is not overdoing them. So yeah. I uh, I am really enjoying his matches right now. I'm, I'm, I, I'm tired of pretending that evil is a bad wrestler. I'm I'm really like I I didn't never thought he was bad. I just wasn't that interested in watching his matches because I knew he would lose, look stupid, do the same spot. Yeah. In twenty twenty two, evil learned how to do his stuff. House of Torture yeah. is no longer the worst faction, which you hate for interference. If if you actually really watch the product, they are funny, they are interesting, they do stupid stuff, they make you laugh. I really love. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? For me, no one else really stood out that much. But for me, the biggest I love was Yoshi Hashi. Ah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I loved him since my opinion of him changed in twenty twenty. So I'm not. Yeah. There. But for me, who I start to like more, of course, I, I first wanted to say Evil. Evil is amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. seeing his matches. Tamatonga, yeah, he improved. Uh, I really, really also, uh, you know, liked liked his stuff more. I wouldn't say he yeah. improved, but I yeah. wasn't uh, like I, I enjoy watching his stuff. Is Yujiro? Yujiro is really good. I, it felt like a awful add-on in previous G ones. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it was way more interesting. And the last one I would put is now because I like the rest of people and they don't really jump in. I would put Hanare. Hanare. Oh, Hanare was. Yeah, yeah Hanare. So really, really good stuff. And uh, now when we talk about good stuff, uh, let's give people their, our, like, uh, to them, let's give a list of our uh, favorite matches from the tournament. So these are not, by any means, we're not saying they're the best matches. These are just matches that we enjoyed and that we Is think that... you should check out. So which matches would you recommend? I mean, I, what basically I did was I... I have a list of mm -hmm. like my favorite matches from the tournament, and I have a favorite list from like from the matches from each block because I feel like those vote, yeah. deserve to be mentioned too, you know. Yeah, sure. So from a from from a block, I got Jonah versus Okada, which was of course, in my opinion, the best match of given how intense that finishing stretch was and how over Jonah got, mm -hmm. like men got. Put over like a million bucks here. Definitely. So, so I definitely would recommend everyone to check that match mainly. Other match, which I also really liked, which was almost on the same level of this match that I just mentioned, was Okada versus Archer, which in my opinion was super good. Just in my opinion, the finishing stretch was a bit abrupt. In my opinion, it was just like that. But the match was super fun. I really enjoyed this match. I I loved it too. The, like it, it like as I said, it's great. It has great pacing. Just the finish is a it, tiny bit rushed. Yeah, it was really great. Just yeah, if they had like some idea for like what finishing stretch it would do, maybe a better one. It would it it might have surpassed Jonah versus Okada, but yeah. Here for me then do much. Uh okay. Next, I have Jeff Cobb versus Archer to just to be guys wrestling. 
uh, Jeff Cobb just throwing Archer around like it was nothing. That shit was <laughs> super impressive to me. Like, I was, like, super, super into this match, even though it was a little good fun match, you know? I, but I thought they were going to... They were going to... They're gonna gonna shoot on each other at some point when Cobb did yeah. his uh, when Cobb did his uh, this uh, how is it called like when he surfs he stepped on uh, Archer's crotch. I'm like Archer's oh, gonna kill yeah. him. I, I, I don't know yeah. if it was an accident or purpose. I thought Archer was gonna kill him after that. Yeah, I thought yeah that was a little bit. I thought I thought it was something going on. After yeah, I was I, I was like I was not sure. I was like, is he doing it on purpose? Because Cobb isn't an asshole, so yeah. it was a bit surprising, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Ne next from the A block, I got Cobb versus Okada, which was from day one. I really really enjoyed this yeah, match. Can't have a go wrong with them. They are. It was both are great in their own way, and yeah. they both just have a super fun match you know mm -hmm. like with a lot of interesting things i really like uh okada's insecurity here it was super well done and the finishing stretch was really good like nothing to really say much and next we got Kyle versus lawler which was in my opinion uh lawler's favorite my favorite match from lawler from the tournament that's fair it was, yeah it was really really fun just two different styles going versus each other. Yeah. Tom trying to survive. Cobb just yeah. being Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. Cobb just being the absolute monster that he is. A little David versus Goliath action, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that was most of the block for Tom. Poor guy <laughs> had to face four giants. Yeah. That was, he was literally the David of the, of the block. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. He couldn't shine because he had four giants. Uh, Toruyano and Kashiko Okada. That guy yeah. had no no possibility of shining in that block because there was no opponent who would make him look good. He makes everyone else look good because that, that's all he could do. Like, Okada makes him look good. Yeah, but it's Okada. Uh, He's not going to put you over. So, yeah, Yano is yeah, Yano. Okada. You know, and then you have four giants. So, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> but yeah, yeah but it was, it was just good. a little fun match. Yeah, most and of the matches were man. short in, in A block, which is understandable because of people present. Yeah, exactly. And the last match that I also really enjoyed was Okada versus Lawler, which, like you just said, just Okada made him look really good. But yeah, I like how technical yeah, the match can. was. It was full of counters. Yeah. It was very full of counters, very creative. I really, really liked it. And, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of feel bad now because I didn't put it in my list, <laughs> but you did it for yeah. me, so I don't have to. <laughs> uh, that's that's why we both, just like you said, we both have our respective lists. It doesn't mean they are the best matches ah. by any objective way. It's just our opinion and how much we enjoyed the matches. I, 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 I am totally not, uh, you know, um, isolating myself because I did not put Shingo versus Art on my list. Totally not. This, this is totally uh, not why I put that disclaimer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was super technical match. Like, really fun. Lawler looked really good. Of course, Okada got the win, but it is what it is. Raymaker go brr. <laughs> so, for the B block. Interesting. 
my favorite match was I think you can say because we both watched this match live. It was White versus Samatonga. Awesome, awesome match. Definitely. Awesome, awesome match. Um, it was yeah, was one of my favorite matches overall from the tournament actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, other match which I also really loved, but also I feel like I've seen this a million times. But yeah, it's always good. It was White versus Ishii? Definitely. You know? Yeah, super good. And Jay is always great with everything he does. Other match which I really enjoyed, which basically not because I mean Sonata is always good. I'm not complaining. I really, really enjoyed White versus Sonata. Definitely. And, yeah. Other match which also I enjoyed was Ishii versus Tamatanga. You know, interesting like, really, choice. Yeah. 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 I also really enjoyed, and the fact that Tamatanga got the win. I mean, Ishii's not like the biggest guy to put over someone in New Japan, but yeah. I mean, when like, when when you survive, like when you survive Ishii, you still look good because you know he's not. Yeah. He's not the the. The greatest guy, but he's very, very much a, um, he's very much a uh, big dude with strong. So like even even when you defeat him, it's not like a big title win, but he's still you still look good after that. So especially yeah. Tama, who is like on the level of Ishii, if you look at it on like if yeah. you look at a card. Both, so both are like mid carders. Yeah, and what. Even though, like, I feel like they are gonna do something more for Tama. Oh, we're gonna talk about that later. I, I have, I have. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> and another match which I really love how New Japan always did this was how they do these heel versus heel matches. Oh, yeah. Jay White, versus Taichi, two guys I, I love. I mean, Taichi at this point is not a heel. I wouldn't. I would put him as a trainer. Like, I remember. In 2019, that, that's my favorite match of them because Taichi was still at that point where they were like chanting Taichi go home, Taichi go home. But they were starting to turn yeah. after his match with uh, Ishii. They yeah, 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 yeah. And crowd is cheering for Taichi. And I'm watching the match, I'm confused because I've never heard a crowd cheer for Taichi. So I'm watching him versus Jay and they don't like Jay so much that crowd is cheering for Taichi. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. no way. And here, the best <laughs> thing was, Jay wins the match. People are furiously leaving the building. They're leaving the building yeah. like crazy. You just see him cutting the promo. Yeah. And people are just leaving. They're just going out. They were, they were pissed off, of yeah, course. You like, just see yeah. people leaving the exit behind him. It's, 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 he's cutting the promo. It, it was, i never seen anything like that. I mean, I've seen that... people leaving when he defeated Naito in Destruction. Uh, but... It's not on this level. This was funny. Yeah, like yeah. Now that now that you talk about that, I I didn't forget. Then mention that the heel definitely definitely Jay was the heel, but like oh the finish that finish when he's trying to pull up Tai Chi as Tai Chi is knocked out for another Blade Runner. That was yeah, that was amazing play on it because if you think Tai Chi could reverse because this is Tai Chi's last shot. And it was yeah. it was amazing. Uh, by the way, yeah. when uh, is it, was it when White defeated Ishii when he was cutting a promo in uh, quote a Japanese while clapping? <laughs> what's the what's the Ishii? 
I think it was after each match, right? I could I could actually check that out because like uh, after I'm pretty sure it was versus Ishii. So after the match, Jay says, "They do, you don't understand me, so let me make it clear." And then he starts clapping. Oh it, yeah, it was funny. It was so funny. I loved it. Jay is just on another level. Oh, he's just get, on another level. Like get the, get the yeah. reaction from the crowd. He's just playing with them. Like I found it funny. He was entering. I don't know what was the match. Uh, he's entering, and people are on the side reacting, like making a sound because he forced them. And then he looks at like oh show. He's like shh, shh, be quiet. <laughs> because the entire tour but... he's forcing it to make a sound. And then as he entered the crowd, he's like. Actually, making a sound this section. It's like shh, shh, be quiet. <laughs> that was amazing. But yeah, the match was awesome. It's Tai Chi and Jay really have good chemistry. It was really enjoyable. Yeah, both are great wrestlers on their own. Another match which I also really enjoyed from this block was Jay White versus Great Okan, oh. and that finishing stretch. Oh my god! Definitely. Jay yeah, that that was something else. Like that blade runner with Great Okan's hand in in Jay White's face. Like, what the hell was that? I when when Great Okan punched him so hard, that was amazing. Yeah, like one guy yeah. we didn't mention as someone who we like more is uh, Great Okan because uh, he's he's just so good. You know, we all, we already love him. So if if if, if People think we don't think he's better now. He's amazing, you know. Yeah, he's he's just great. Like, he was really shining at the in the in this G one. I really liked him. Just great. And of course, here, like next for me, like it's your favorite part. I would say <laughs> block C block matches. Yeah. So here, my my favorite match from the block. I I think you're gonna be surprised by this. Actually, it was Tanahashi versus Goto. I am not I, surprised at all. <laughs> that was such a awesome match. But, but you'll be very surprised when I tell you that my favorite match of the block had night to it. What? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not joking. It, I'm, I'm seriously. My favorite match in the block had night to it. Can you believe Naito, me? Uh, oh. <laughs> and, and my favorite match in a B block had J in it. Can you, can you believe that? We will, we will, I will have to hear what you have to say. Oh. <laughs> well, so, so yeah, when I get to talk about Naito, I'll waste another one hour of your time, people. So continue. <laughs> it's where, it's where we go do this as if, if not, we won't be able to finish this by afternoon. I, I, pre I prepared the <laughs> match footages in the background for Patreon. I prepared three hours of footages. So uh, we have time. We've been recording for one hour. So. Yeah, we have time. <laughs> uh, and, and now, as we speak, the, in the background we have uh, Taiji versus Sanada. Um, but uh, yeah, continue. Okay, next match. It was some match that I talked to you about, like in Discord, and I was like, "What the fuck? This match was so good! I did not expect this to be as good." <laughs> that was your Which reaction was... for half of the G one. To be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm being very like I'm not being specific. Yeah, but. Yeah, Tetsuya Naito versus Evil. Ah, I've... my favorite match. 
Ah, uh, yeah, this match was so fucking good. I, I was pulling the heartstrings, honestly. It's like from the beginning when Evil does the Bullet Club pose and as as Knight is doing yeah. his face yeah. stuff. Oh my god. Oh. He tried to fight Naito, then Naito counters him, does a beautiful arm drag, and then Evil goes outside. Oh, uh, and, and, and the oh, table yeah. spot, and the way they were. Yeah. This was what Dominion should have been. This match yeah. was what Dominion should have been. This was... Everything was well booked here. I, I don't know if I like it more than Jingu, but it's, it's, uh, it's definitely amazing yeah i'm not gonna do that comparison it's definitely way better than most matches yeah. they had and their, their matches just usually were too long it might exactly. match under 30 is it's what's good yeah it, it just they always felt so long it just, just didn't feel that way it just felt like a match that you just enjoyed so much and had such good action you know yeah even though with Dick Togo's interferences, they did not take away from the match. They never took away from the match. Oh, Which was something... Yeah, 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 yeah. They were well done. They were okay. really well done and really made the match. Like, you know, you know that evil is still the heel here. And, like, uh, still, it didn't take away from, like, evil being a great wrestler. He also could showcase how good he is. Definitely. Which was something I really enjoyed, like... Gary was really having a great match, but like it's Naito. Like Naito is probably the, the best guy in New Japan. The so goat. yeah, the goat exactly. Another match which was fantastic was Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. Like that match was so good, and like it had such different dynamic from what usually it is. Especially with that finisher, like seeing here how it's not Zach trying to make uh, Tanahashi submit for like five minutes of the final five minutes of the match. It's something really interesting, you know, and I really enjoyed that, how they really changed the dynamics of the whole thing here. Yeah. And yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. That's great. So. Another match was, of course, banked. Like, it banked was Naito versus Tanahashi. Of course, that's that's a classic matchup. My that's favorite classic. New Japan matchup. You don't, it's like, you don't need to watch the match to know it's going to be a great match. No. Like, and here it was just a great match. Just a great match between two of the best wrestlers ever. And Tanahashi returning the favor to Naito. Yeah. That's just, just amazing. That, that was super great. Super great. Another match which I also really, really loved was Zack Sabre Jr. versus Goto. Like, Jesus. It was so intense. Like, one... They usually are it, super good together. They just fit. Yeah. They just fit super well. But, like... And both, like, except for, like, Goto, who doesn't do as many submissions like Zack does. Like both have really, really awesome kicks. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And here they showcased it. You know, so yeah. Here they definitely showcased it again. And they just had a super awesome match. Another match that I really enjoyed was Naito versus Goto. Super good. Was just super good. That's that's another match that's uh very, I would say, underrated because they're always, yeah. always really, really they, good, but people never really appreciate it. Yeah, they 
I feel like they just don't appreciate Goro enough. Yeah, Goro is really amazing, but you know, I, I get why some people don't like him. I get that sometimes he's not that interesting, but if you if you really get into their matches and and that Shoten Kai, oh my god, that was just each like Goto is pretty polarizing, so I understand if someone doesn't like him, but you know, yeah. if you if you like Goto, if you enjoy matches, or if you're just a uh, Naito sad boy like me, uh, <laughs> you'll you really you'll like their matches definitely. I feel like our friend old school will re will really 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 enjoy this match. Oh yeah, he's, he's gonna love it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, uh, final block, which has my favorite guy. Uh, you know, usual like my friend. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Like I was gonna get you. I was gonna surprise you. I, 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 I see. I see your eyes sparking up when he shows up. Maybe it's Peter. I uh, don't know. I I figure uh, it's usual because it's, yeah, it's 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 a Tokyo pimp. Yeah, it's a Tokyo pimp. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like my favorite match from the block here was Shingo versus Osprey, which as usual they when they won, they have a banger like super innovative, full of. Good combos and strikes with a good finishing stretch too. Uh, the second match was, which was actually the match that really got me to like Yoshihashi. I knew it. Well, I knew that immediately. <laughs> was Shingo versus Yoshihashi? I did not expect it to bang. When I watched that match live, I was like, kind of invested. I was just still wary of. Completely investing to Japan because I did not plan to watch this entire G1. I just yeah. wanted to watch Naito a bit because I did not. I was still into getting my feet wet, into getting back into New Japan after getting burned, burned like last year. And I was watching uh, Yoshi like that match. I was like, okay, that match is nice. And then it progressed. I was like, oh my god, no way! And I started shaking because I. Was I, I I put my bets on Shingo in New Japan yeah. collection, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, is he gonna lose? No, you know, I was getting invested every near fall, um, and uh, it was and the and the, and the fact that Shingo needed a roll up to beat Yoshihashi could tell like how he was like scared to lose to Yoshihashi, so he just Shingo struggles with the base god. Yeah. But that was, but that match was a banger. Like the story of it was really fucking good. Yeah. It was nothing. It was nothing too complex. Just a really just good a story. Stiff match, great underdog, Shingo telling his stuff. Under just you know. Yeah, yeah, underdog who can suddenly beat beat Shingo. Yeah. The bully, and the bully had to go for a roll up to beat the underdog. Yeah, it, it was just great. Yeah. Another match which was also a banger was like Elp versus Shingo, which mm -hmm. was, in my opinion, not the best Shingo's performance, but here it was also really solid by him. I was more interest, interested in El Fantasmo's performance, actually. And it was like indicating me that uh, El Fantasmo was going to win. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I felt like it was not gonna be Shingo versus Naito here. I'm I'm so sad I didn't bet on El Fantasma. I was like, I'm gonna bet him, 
and I, and I was like, okay, they changed the card. Uh, they changed the card. Uh, how like the order? I was like, oh no, he's not gonna win it. Like he was, I'm like, fuck, you know, <laughs> should he have gotten those points? Yeah. Uh, it's what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I wasn't that. I I was sad because I wanted Shingo, but like Shingo was the champion just in the beginning of this year, so like yeah, he's not gonna be right there and it's right there. Like, the, please don't give don't give my favorites a over push please like you did in the test <laughs> give mine please. give mine because i never i never seen that please give it to mine yeah <laughs> yeah so next match i have is alphantasma versus osprey as usual mm. they just click yeah like a like really well really really well if had such a fun Full of dynamic moves as usual. Yeah, like, that's expected. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's more of a junior type of match in a heavyweight division, but with some changes. I mean, you don't mind junior matches in in G one because it it brings that variety, and that that that's what brings I feel like them variety. this year. Yeah. What New Japan excelled at it was match type variety. Like it's just yeah. you had everything, you know. You could just yeah, yeah. so many things. Another match which I also really enjoyed, especially not because so much of one guy but the other, was Osprey versus Yoshihashi. Oh, Yoshi! Yeah, again, yeah. Yoshihashi, the underdog. Yoshihashi, the underdog, and he was really good. I thought he was gonna. I mean, it was kind of inevitable that Osprey was going to win, but still, yeah, of course. I was really invested. Like, I really, really was rooting for Yoshihashi here. Yeah, that's what he does to you. Yeah, like, guys, he's like one of my favorite mid cards right now. Like, he's way up at this point. And final match, which I have, is Osprey versus Finley, which always. As usual, they always yeah, have they, they have a great chemistry. chemistry. I I they love have a their great chemistry. I love their New Japan Cup match from the yeah last from year. last year. Yeah, it it was the best match. It was it was the best match of the tournament. It was like, amazing. That that's how you do a match. And just if, it, selling was on on, on point. Uh, I I was behind Finley. Osprey was working yeah. things well. It was just amazing. Yeah. They they had yet another banger. So yeah, and what do you have as your top? Oh, I still haven't mentioned the top overall eight. matches overall because you have the semi finals and the finals. So I'm including them all. Mm -hmm. So my favorite match was the semi finals match between uh the C block winner and the D block winner, Tetsuya Naito versus Osprey. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was my favorite match. I thought that mm -hmm. match was awesome, especially since it was my dream match. Yeah, yeah, that match was really like what I liked the most in the tournament overall. Next, we have the finals, which of course we've seen this match around about what eight times now. Um, now, uh, that eight. was eight. That was eight. Yeah, that was eight. Right. Okay. It was as usual, like they always click Osprey and Okada have like a perfect chemistry with each other. So they always find a way to really do their dynamic counters and moves and always to make it look interesting. And here in the finals, it's like the best 
G1 finals since Ibushi versus Jay White, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Easily, 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 easily. By the way, there are two interesting stats going into this final. Uh, Yeah. Okada has never lost the final. Before this, he had three finals, three wins. And the score before this final was uh, one win for Osprey, six for Okada. Yeah, so I wasn't okay. sure who was gonna win this because no way Osprey is losing to Kada yet another match and you know third match in a row since 2021. Yeah, and I was like, what? What are they gonna do? But the Kada doesn't lose the final, and they're not gonna do Jay White versus Will Osprey. Will Osprey's and US champion. He has other stuff to do. So I'm like, yeah, is he gonna win because the score is terrible? He's or Kada wins again. So yeah, that was that was one. Cute little stat or, that I pulled up. What could happen is he just could he could just lose the titles. And Let's just make both lose and give it to Yoshihashi. That was my hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but it's but, but it's what it is, you know. Uh, it was a great match when you were fine. Like I said in the beginning, it didn't feel it didn't it didn't feel long and we had more build up for Omega versus Will because Will was doing Bullet Club leader moves. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did. He, a... he even did the high flight flow. Yeah, he did. That was just the uh, no Tanahashi, but he did the Stylus Clash and he did We Trigger yeah. and went for Warming Angel and Myth. So they're definitely building him versus Omega. And, from what uh, I, from what I saw in Osprey's promo. Mm-hmm. He literally was saying he was the only person who could beat Okada, and then he mentioned Tanahashi, Styles, Omega. So basically, it was trying to is that, re- is that, is that if we ignore re- overall re- scores, or if we look, oh, I beat him, but I lost to him eight times. Doesn't matter. Yeah, not seven times like, to be precise. Yeah, not seven times he lost to yeah. Okada. Yeah, uh, which he's kind of turning babyface like, with the promo. That's the thing. Yeah, it, yeah. Like with the, he's trying to be like the the guy who could never beat Okada, like clean. Because when he beat Okada in G1 2020, he actually was. It was when he just uh, turn. Just wait, turned wait, 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 wait. Because I'm trying to recreate what happened. Okay, it was like uh, Osprey didn't uh, create the faction yet. No, no, Great Okada did it. If they were. They were, he was still in chaos. He was still buddies with Okada, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they had the match, and then suddenly they just interfered. It was Great Okan who interfered. But yeah. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, they attacked Okada. They basically made uh, Osprey do the Stormbreaker, and he got the win. And yeah. then he created the faction, and then he turned heel. Uh, that's the thing. So, yeah. I feel like, I feel like. United Empire is going sort of LIJ way in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. turn, they're heels. People don't like them, but uh, crowd is warming up. They like Osprey. They like Cobb. They like Reito Khan. They don't boo yeah, them. No. They actually like them. Crowd was like super behind Osprey. And yeah. I that that's just people are now. Actually, I, I've seen people, you know, on, on they were they were really behind Osprey in that promo. Yeah, yeah. After Naito match, it, 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 which is surprising because I feel like a lot of people wanted Naito to succeed. Yeah, oh yeah it's Naito. But uh, what uh, what I want to say was, um, I see a lot of 
people complaining of Cadillacs every year, like oh, it should be no upgrades, it's his time, and and stuff like that. But yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. part of a bigger picture and uh, story storyline that's probably going to end up with him beating him at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Will is changing. In 2020, he got a promo about a watch, about clothes and how much it cost and, and all the things. And now he got the promo versus Naito, well, after beating Naito, saying it's not about yeah. the money. So he's growing. Uh, and I think it's just a... I think his ego is going to slowly decrease now with Magic Omega and stuff. And I feel like he's just going to change. And as United Empire, I feel like he's going to defeat Okada. It's, it's not the end of the world. Like people are like, Megudo, it's his moment. He's 30 something. He's really young. He's He has, uh, let me see his age to be to be precise. I thought he was under 30, actually. He was, uh, wait, he is, well, he's under 30, yeah. Okay, he's. I, I think he was like thirty-one, but no, he's twenty-nine. So even even better. Um, yeah, he has time. They're gonna give him stuff. Um, he's not. He's not in a bad spot. Like he's he's like like with White. You know, when people complain about Jay White not winning stuff, like he's also very young. They are their next, uh, next pillars of the company. They're gonna get their spots. Just it's just in the long term. You know, story with Okada and his personal growth, and it, it's all good. You know, Okada winning isn't the end of the world. It was a fantastic yes, match. Uh, he looked great in the feet. He did not look bad at all. Um, I would say it was their best match. Uh, and yeah, it's it's really it's really not that big of a deal as some people make it out to be. In my opinion, that's that's at least how I see it. You know. Yeah. Because you know he has other stuff to do too. He has Omega in Wrestle Kingdom. It's not. It's not a bad match. He's still a yeah, champion. Yeah. It's. It's not like. He's. It's not like he's Naito. He loses a match and he's buried yeah. deep into mud and he cannot have any good match, you know, on the card. You know, so that's at least my vision of that. So you thought that it was their best match? I thought it was. I really thought they like my favorite match of them was in twenty twenty. I thought this one was. Uh, proved more mature, I would say, less yeah. forced spots from Will. Well, it had that dumb thing with different moves from different wrestlers, like, but I just felt it was more mature. Less, I will, that... I will do as many cool spots to make uh, Dave Meltzer give me five stars and, and shit like that, you know, forceful uh, yeah. spots. Like, if you're baby face and doing a, a backflip of the of the of the structure, you know, the, and the Wrestle Kingdom, it's like you don't wrestle that way as, 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 as a heel. He wasn't a heel here, so. Yeah, you know. it's like his wrestling style doesn't really fit what yeah. it's supposed to be. Definitely. Well, well, like, I feel like Will is a, is a lot, has a lot of talent. He can do a lot of power moves, strikes. Yeah. He does them really well. And I feel like he also could like at least use them more instead of just going for the flips. And I feel like in this tournament, I saw that improvement from him. Yeah, yeah, same. Just one thing is don't, I mean, don't please don't just think that progression of a sequence is just repeating the sequence and doing one more move like with Shingo. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't like that. Like, it's like, 
you know that down lariat no cell oscar and then they repeated that section four times already and every time i see the same things but now he counters the last move and they get another one it's just not interesting yeah even though it was my favorite match of the block like shingo versus osprey suffered a little bit from the same problem Mm-hmm. from their past matches which yeah. was sometimes it just feels robotic you know yeah definitely. like the the spots you know it's like uh you know like shingo goes for a lariat uh, osprey does the flip and then he tries a powerball and then shingo i mean shingo can keep up because shingo is athletic athletic ability super underrated yeah and he can do flips and he can and he can also jump you mm-hmm. we saw a poison runner from shingo like you, shingo can really keep up with osprey's uh i find style but yeah sometimes it felt like they went for that robotic uh style that you saw with osprey versus ricochet in the juniors which was more acceptable yeah but yeah good. yeah wow. but yeah um i saw i saw a better osprey in this tournament overall yeah, yeah same so finally, it's time for me to give a my list of matches. Um, oh. I feel bad because I didn't organize them as as nice as you are. You're ruining my reputation because I was the only strong Scottish <laughs> as the organized one. But, but okay, um, I'm just going. I just want. I just put them by days. So you th- can do that. These are by no means the best matches. Like I said, these are just what I enjoy and what I think you should watch. And yeah. um, first one is the Tsunaito versus Hiroki Goto. I will not go into details because we talked about it. Uh, Jay White versus Ishii. Shingo Takagi versus Yoshihashi. Uh, Taichi versus Sanada. Hiroshi yeah. Tanahashi versus Tetsuya Naito. Uh, David Finley versus Juice Robinson. Uh, Lance Archer versus Jeff Cobb. Uh, here is a special one. Uh, Jay White versus Chase Owens. They had a great story about Ah, yeah, shenanigans yeah, yeah, yeah. in a match. It's not uh, when it comes to the match quality itself is nothing well, but the sto- the story and uh, personality in it is great. Like if you want to be entertained by some dumb story and then a little bit of depth shown by Jay because he doesn't want to hurt him. I expect just a typical. I'll, I'll uh, you lay down for me, then you try to roll me up, and then we fight like they always do with Blue Club. Yeah. You know, this was different, better, really enjoyable. Um, really recommend it. Uh, then the two and versus Evil, David Finley versus Osprey, the two and versus uh, Hanare. Uh, that was a really uh, mentioned really good stuff. Hanare really that was his best match in my opinion. He really looked fantastic in this, and they had some great spots. Um, really fun match, not not too long. Uh, Jay White versus the Great Okan, uh, Juice Robinson versus El Fantasma, another one with Bullet Club shenanigans even better even uh-huh. funnier lovely match just fun this one has really good wrestling like the previous one with jay and chase wasn't that big of it this one yeah, is yeah. amazing it was more story yeah they, i really recommend it so jonah versus kazuchika okada hiroki goto versus hiroshi tanahashi uh jay white versus taichi toma tonga versus jay white and kazuchika okada versus lance archer so my favorite matches from the blocks. Um, I didn't write them down, so I'm trying to to think of like uh, which one. I would I would put 
This one is hard, but I would put maybe Jonah versus Kachiko Okada as my yeah. better one than Archer versus Okada. Um, yeah, I would put that. Uh, I think that one was a bit better because of the finish like we talked about. Then by a landslide, uh, JY versus Great Okan defeats Taichi versus Sanada. That was a tiny bit better. I really loved it. Fantastic match. Yeah. Uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Evil is my C block favorite match. It's it's you know just great and it sounds stupid, I know, <laughs> but my favorite match from D block is like I said, uh, El Phantasma versus Juice Robinson. I just love that yeah. so much. And the, so and, the part, and, the, and the arm wrestling part too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they start the wrestling in slow motion and they get pissed off and they arm wrestling. And they, I really recommend watching it. That's amazing. So the best match and, out of blocks, out of all block matches, that's United versus Evil. I'm not biased at all. Yeah. I know. No, uh, not biased. And then my favorite match from entire tournament is the same as yours, semi-final. It's Renato versus Will Ospreay. That match was excellent. Like, really, excellent. really, really excellent. It was a dream match. It lived up to it. It was amazing. Everything was fantastic. I have nothing else to say. This was amazing. And that, that's and Ospreay, Ospreay gave a really, really strong selling performance here. Yeah, he, he actually sold, like, sold things properly. Unlike what he usually does, but it's what it is. And yeah, yeah. Now we have to talk about finals. Which um, was so finals this year card was a bit underwhelming, which yeah, uh, it's okay. It's not a big deal. It's the first they, time for for they know, for gave boys. everything only for the finals. You just saw tag matches. I mean, it was a build up for everything. So yeah. So what we got from finals was uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi pinned Carl Anderson. So we got never Obomi Championship Obama. title match in the future between them. That was built up. Because in semifinals, Jay White lost to Tamatonga. He's gonna have a, a IWGP yeah. World Heavyweight Championship match. Will Ospreay versus yeah. David Finley, like we said, Finley pinned Ospreay. That's gonna be his title match. And Will is probably gonna face Omega. That's an angle going the, going you know, to the future. Then we have something outside of G1. FTR versus Aussie Open for the tag titles. That was that's gonna be great. And then we had a returning Kushida, uh, pinning Taiji Shimori, who who told to Kushida that you know he is not in a position to challenge. So now he is. So there's gonna be a junior title match coming. And we have uh, Shingo Takagi versus uh, Shingo's daddy, El Fantasma, for the uh-huh. title. So that's what we have. Coming in the future matches. Um, I don't know when they're gonna be because New Japan has an interesting tour right now. So they have Royal Quest in UK for first and second of October, two night event. They have new event, Declaration of Power. It's it's uh 10th of October. And they have historic XOR with stardom in New York, 20th of November. So that's Wait. those are those are the events coming after G1. They could do something with Royal Quest. I don't know. Like for I know they need to do multiple matches with Okada. So we have an interesting situation with Okada. Okada yeah. said for the prestige of G1 Climax, he wants to have matches with people who wants to settle the score, but not to put the contract on the line, which is very hypocritical 
Because yeah. he, he says that uh, G1 Climax winner should be in a main event. It's very hypocritical because Okada was the one who brought up a decade ago that winner of G1 Climax should main event Wrestle Kingdom. Exactly. And he was the one who started all this defending the briefcase thing. So, yeah, I don't know what they want to do with this. Whenever Okada does a proposition about something, it's very stupid. Yeah, I hope that I'm not doing it because New Japan already after G1 is very dry. You know? Even with all of this, so having no defenses for G1 is just what's the point after this of that? And I I, I hope they're not gonna go with anything of that, especially because uh, it seems like there are gonna be multiple matches because you know there's gonna be Okada who is uh, going to um, who is going to from what I've seen face. Uh, Jonah, like we said, because Jonah pinned him, and he yeah. ch- he mentioned Naito as a possible challenger. Um, we also know that Okada, you know, became a father father recently. So, um, I don't know. Maybe he's gonna go on paternity leave soon. I really it don't know what the plan is, but that's what he's could been be, saying. Could so, be possible. Yeah, it's, it's very confusing with what's going to happen because he wants to have matches, but without for the briefcase. I don't know why I don't want to face you because there is no value to that match, and but I don't know what New I Japan mean, wants to do with this. Hopefully, some storyline about Okada and company not listening to him, like with the double gold dash. I don't know. Now, now that I'm thinking, Okada should put the briefcase on the line versus Jonah. Yeah, he has to. But he doesn't he want to put to the briefcase that. on the line, so I don't know. I mean, one thing is he wants, another thing is... What the company it wants. It will yeah. happen. Yeah, exactly. What the company wants. Yeah, so... Um, we're, we're, it's really interesting. There are a lot of great title matches coming for the next shows. It's very interesting because New Japan is coming back to UK for the first time since oh. 2019. Um, yeah. New Japan and Stardom have their first, uh, first ever... Um, cross event, and they are going to be in New York, so it's a good schedule. Uh, fall doesn't seem as empty as it usually does, and it's kind of weird because you know we are used to watching G1 in the fall for the last couple of years. Um, so it's nice to have this normal schedule again, and now we're gonna be set with that, you know, that lovely period of G1 withdrawal when. You are used to watching G1 and now you're like, there is nothing to wake up to early in the morning. <laughs> well, yeah. for us Europeans, I really feel bad for people yeah. in USA. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. Yeah for, us, yeah, for us, it's easier. Yeah. And what's the great so, thing, you know, both you and I were very unsure of getting back into New Japan after New Japan really burning us in 2021 really burnt out from everything so both of us were unsure if we wanted to get back into this and to watch this g1 and i'm glad even the build-up after g1 isn't awful isn't right it's, it's intriguing it's fun i'm invested in the characters again i want to see all the matches that i mentioned here so i'm glad that interest wasn't only during the tournament and that it's gone after a tournament you know cards are boring same old matches so 
I am very yeah. invested. I am very interested. I, I really think that New Japan is continuing on this path. And I think the, the, the period of, the, of, of it being awful is behind us and that old New Japan is coming back. And it's going to be interesting. And we are going to record more episodes of this. This is a pilot episode, yeah. test one. Hopefully not the last one, because I put a lot <laughs> of effort into this. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, this now that we started this, I don't think it, it's gonna be our last episode. Yeah, it's and, gonna it's just it's just the beginning. Yeah, and while we are here in, in the closing part, I just want to say because I know he's gonna listen. Happy birthday, Zach! Uh, it's it's our uh, close friend oh, yeah. Zach's birthday today I... as we record. Yeah, so uh, I want to to wish you happy birthday, bro. I hope yeah, you had a too. great day. Yeah, this this is Happy our present for you. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this. And do we Happy, have, uh, Happy birthday, Zach. Yeah. Happy birthday, bro. We really hope that you're having the best time. Yeah. Um and uh, do it, you have anything that I, you want to close this with? And I and I hope one day he also joins us. Oh, he's gonna join us. He's he's yeah. we are gonna have more guests. Um, yeah. and it's gonna be great. I hope that uh People are gonna enjoy this. That we're gonna have more New Japan people uh, who are interested because you know, remember when New Japan a few years ago was like hot. Now it's kind of kind of hot. Not at the same time. Not yeah, they the same yeah they are not yet at what they could be or what they were like yeah. between twenty seventeen and twenty. 20 in the beginning but we're getting know, there you know really really hot yeah really but hot wrestle kingdom um a really really good new japan cup new japan cup the best one yet that new japan cup this year was outstanding and now after forbidden the war you know western fans getting back their interest um g1 was fantastic i feel like other people gave it a chance and loved it and actually good final you know final that's not disappointing because last two finals are not gonna capture casual fans and, and I, it's good I, that, just tv asaki let us post clips that's the easiest fix to to getting people yeah. to care um but yeah uh this was the first episode of uh high fly flow for you dear people on patreon you're gonna have a matches in the background running as we chat so you are not bored and that you have something interesting to listen to watch while you listen to us and uh Stylops, do you have anything like i said that you want to say in the end yes yep. i wanted to say something about what you were talking about yeah because of they now that new japan guys are going to aw and there's this link with aw i feel like a lot of more people are once again catching up to new japan which is just a fantastic thing because new japan for wrestling is just the best company that anyone can watch all right it deserves more it deserves more attention you know and it's it, just it's a great it really also, does it's a great entrance if you want to watch japanese wrestling and like to get more into it so yeah, uh, hopefully they're continuing this trend. I am hopeful for the first time in a really, really long time, and we're going to see. We're going to see in the next episode that should be hopefully, um, hopefully very uh, soon. I think it's, it's, it's gonna. It's probably gonna be in, in October as we do a preview for the show for the for the uk show when we get more yeah. info royal quest yeah so 
the, we the, definitely the, will do that the schedule of the show is gonna basically be uh around the shows you know we previewing the shows and then reviewing them and and stuff so yeah thank you everyone uh for listening uh this was storm with uh my buddy uh, stylops and we'll catch you guys next time adios adios